Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 90 of Zion's Finest. This is Kenny Brown. This episode is an episode that's actually hosted by Ben Varnum. He has Ryan Jamal join him. They are gathered to talk about the Omaha Regional, an awesome, awesome event that Jamal and John Scott braved a Midwestern storm to attend. John Scott ended up winning an incredibly close game versus Ben in the final. They're obviously going to be talking about that. Um, there's not any news Nationals have started to be announced. UK Nationals were announced for, I think it's the end of May. Isaac Kajo posted it on the Slack channel, and I assume we'll be getting more information about Nova and other, other tournaments soon. It's Everything's kind of up in the air right now. We have no idea what FFG is planning. Obviously, Worlds is going to be happening pretty soon in about two months, a little less than two months. And after that, we're really kind of in the dark as to what FFG is planning. It's kind of, it seems like their OP is getting reorganized. I mean, not reorganized. Well, it has been reorganized. The previous head of FFG OP left like a month or so ago, I think. Um, and they've definitely been shaking things up. I know in the Destiny front, they've definitely been shaking things up. And it looks like they've been shaking things up in these other games. I think Destiny, is their OP has been getting a little bit of a rework. Or at the very least, it, it looks like FFG is trying to get a better handle in terms of letting players know what the content, um, what they should expect from the game in terms of OP and content for the next year. At least, I, I, and I, I'm very much generalizing there, but it does seem like it's definitely the case that OP is getting shaked. Uh, shook up so we'll see we'll see we'll see how that all turns out um encourage everybody to continue to bombard ffgop with requests for information we're still waiting on the lethal map rotation i sent an email to ffgop and um the few random emails that i've got for op people at ffg to tell them to get on it Um, but obviously i haven't gotten any kind of response so everyone needs to stay on that besides that we don't have any news again we want to thank everyone for supporting us on patreon and please join the slack channel especially in this lead up to world it's been kind of interesting to see um obviously like everyone knows that specter is amazing and it's too good but it's been really interesting to see like people really being very creative in their attempts to solve Spectre Cell, so today, the day that this episode is being released, the Seattle Regional um, happened, and DT is one of the players, uh, everyone knows who DT is, he was running this very cool list that was kind of like Matt Lansdowne's list um, at the Kansas City Regional that has IG and Punishing Strike, and got like Vinto in there in order to get conditions out to stun people. I played a game against DT, I was playing Spectre, and he was playing this list, and it was awesome. Like, he, he, our game was close because, I mean, games with Spectre, I think, are always close. But he was able to stun and control Kanan, especially because Zeb can't motivate Kanan. Um, he was able to control and stun Kanan and Zeb, actually, so that I was never able to really swing into him. It was a really, really, really cool list. And not the kind of thing I would have expected um, to see, especially for someone like DT. Like, DT seems like he just approaches, like, you know, he thinks about, he, he obviously, he knows how to play like all lists very, very well. I would, I think I, you could put together any kind of a jank and he could just crush people with it. But he also, I would have thought he would have approached it from what is the most efficient thing as opposed to the thing that's going to do this, this cool trick control thing that's actually going to make it work. But he did. Um, we'll have to see how we'll have to see how he did at the, at the Seattle regional and how other things like this are doing. I've actually, so I was playing, everyone knows I've been playing the box obviously, but I also started playing Han Rangers with mock, mock spy because um i love the box obviously but it's really 
it's kind of like one of those things where I don't ever feel quite comfortable in my wins versus Spectre. I feel really good against everything else, but if like you're not going to feel good against Spectre. So I've been playing with Han Rangers um, and Mac in order to, you know, control the cards, put damage out. And it's been really interesting, right? Like not to say like that's what I'm going to take to Worlds, but it has kind of like broken my brain out of the I've got MHD to uh, save my bacon all the time. It's just been really, really interesting. And I think there's going to be a lot of people doing things like that in terms of trying things they haven't tried. And who knows? Maybe we're just going to go back to the Hunter meta. I highly doubt it. We've talked about this ad nauseum. But anyway, um, it'll be interesting to see how things shake out. So that's why, with uh, that's a very long roundabout way of saying everyone should get on the Slack channel so you can join in these conversations. You can also join in the, the I don't know what we're calling it now, the Terra, Terra, Terra thread or something. We had a, a thread, Hassan posted something about um, Spectre being OP because it's won so many regionals. And it has won a crazy number of regionals. And you can go look at that on the Google Doc. Hassan posts about that, and it instantly devolves, not instantly, actually, that was kind of the thing about it. So it, it does devolve into this discussion of, like, how do we fe- fix Spectre? And we're all talking about it, discussing various ideas in terms of, like, what we think Spectre should, should what should happen to Spectre in order for it to be fixed. And it was actually nice because a lot of players, like Ryan Janway, um, is our, our Spectre players. Like, they play Spectre. They know, they know what's good about it. And also, they, I think, are somewhat invested in not having it be nerfed into the ground, right? Like, as if it's someone like me, like, what do you do to fix Spectre? I'm like, just ban it. Like, the card's too good. Just ban it. Um, and obviously, I don't think that, for one, I don't think that's something FFG would ever do. And people like Ryan are able to, like, offer this alternative position in which they say maybe there's things we can do it's obviously too strong but there are other things we can do in order to bring it down the power curve a little bit and then there are people like ben who's going to be on this who's going to be talking on the podcast who i don't think ben i think ben is much more hesitant than we are about um saying there should be some kind of a nerf or errata for it and he's got he's got good arguments for it i think he's wrong um but it's it's interesting like and that's kind of the nice thing about it so we this generates this unbelievable thread that proceeds to go over specter previous metas um it eventually devolves into pop culture references people are oh my heck i i I don't even know how to describe this my phone can't load the thread anymore and i kept unfollowing the thread because every time i would try to load it on my phone it would freeze but hassan being a rascal kept tagging me back into it so it would tag me in and i would just go to load my i'd go to load my threads and it would just crash my phone so anyway thanks Hassan. um so things like that there's all these amazing reasons for you to get on get on the slack channel it's including seeing our 2500 comment thread um besides that there's actually not really any other news i can't wait for world it's going to be a ton of fun again everyone needs to get on the wait list if you want to go everyone's getting their lodging locked down and we're going to be figuring out our plan for what we're what we're going to be doing as slackers when we're there. I think it's going to be something along the lines of a Friday night event. We'll see. And obviously people are going to be there the whole time, but I think we're going to try and do something big and official on Friday night, big and official. I mean, just like a designated place where we will all gather. So people keep talking about wanting to go get pizza. And I suppose that JK will eventually um, over uh, overwhelm my meager excuses into why I'd rather prefer to stay and just rep IA games. But anyway, that's where we're at. Okay, let's turn it over to Ben and Jamal. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hello, and welcome to episode 80-something of Ryan's Finest, a show where Ryan Stripling talks about going to Imperial Assault tournaments in cities he doesn't live in and losing them. Oh, it hurts. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so this is a weird episode uh, in that we kicked Kenny out. Uh, we, we, uh, Ken, Kenny's just super busy, so we figured we'd help keep content going. And uh, I'm Ben Varnum in Omaha, and uh, with me is Ryan Stripling. Hello, all. Who also uh, comes to Omaha to play Imperial Assault, uh, or Omaha, as we called it. Uh, it. It was kind of an amazing thing that this tournament happened. Not only did Fantasy Flight schedule the Minnesota one on the same day, so like some of the people who drive down usually weren't there, uh, but there was five inches of snow across like all the driving lanes for people who were coming. And um, major props to the guys from Kansas who came up, and John and Ryan who drove all the way from Arkansas to, uh, to play in the tournament, too. So, uh, yeah, seriously, only, yeah. only one of us, I think, uh, went off the road slightly, and so thankfully we all made it there <laughs> safely there and back. So, yeah, it was a great time. Yeah, I, I had some, like, honest-to-goodness guilt about that as people were driving away. I was like, I, I really hope nobody, like, hurts themselves trying to get home from a tournament that I kind of was, you know, pestering people about coming to, so... Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was good. We had 10 people, uh, which was a little light, but considering the circumstances felt like a good show. Um, and lots of pretty good players. Um, Ryan was there. Who's top 16 last year at worlds, Matt Lansdowne, uh, top 16 at worlds, John Scott from Arkansas, uh, won Omaha regional last year. Uh, spoiler. He did pretty well this year. Yeah. They've uh, started joking that we should call it the John Scott invitational. Yeah. <laughs> It's probably fair. Um, yeah. So uh, I think we'll uh, go ahead and do real fast Swiss recap. Um, and Ryan, if you want to go first, uh, talk about your games. Yeah, sure. So my first two games were um, both on the same map and both against the same list. So I was playing, um, both of them are on Tarkin. Uh, and the first one was Rogue Eye. And I was getting, playing against Dane, who's Fight Wookiees on the Slack. And he was playing the dreaded specter cell um and so this was <laughs> not how i wanted to start the tournament because uh you know i'm sort of terrified about that matchup but uh you know i took comfort in at least it wasn't on mose isley yeah. where i thought I, that was a foregone conclusion for my list so just as a recap my list is han dracotta sabine Hera, R2, Gideon, 3PO, and I bring Doubt as my, and uh, also extra armor as my two upgrades. Uh, and for uh, my sort of strategy with my list is almost everything is geared towards keeping Dracotta alive. So I've yep. got two block tokens on Dracotta. I've got um, Brace, and I've got um, Stealth Tactics. So I got, of course, Second Chance. Um, and you might want to just throw in miracle worker just in case (laughs) mhd like ambles onto the board from somewhere but yeah you you don't run him though i I do not (laughs) though i've considered it but i'm sticking with this list and um anyway so i play pretty defensively um and i was pretty terrified to see the murder crew marching towards me across the target map so um dane uh played it well and um just briefly what happened is we sort of just exchanged a bunch of dodges on his advance. I was on the outside deployment and he came up and had Ezra moved up into that top part, but beneath the wall where the second um, little console or whatever they're called um, 
was, and I was hiding pretty much in my deployment zone the entire game, and I moved yeah. out and attacked, um, and he had back-to-back dodges with Ezra. And I was pretty sure he had on the lamb, and later I found out I was correct about that, but I just wanted him to burn it. Um, but, you know, the back-to-back dodges. And then he uh, yeah. shot at my Sabine. I got a dodge. So it wasn't really until round three that, uh, there was any sort of exchange of, of damage. Um, Sabine threw a, a grenade here and there, but that's nothing much had happened. Oh, that's not true. Uh, Kanan had taken some damage on the advance from a Han attack. So um, third round, though, he has moved up with both Kanan and Ezra into my deployment zone, and he, he is able to kill Dracada without Dracada doing any damage whatsoever to anyone. Okay. Thanks to the um, Ezra dodges and my hiding uh, out in my deployment zone. Um, but Dracata soaks up four Ezra attacks. So that... Um, huh. Okay. So, so like Kanan's not in range of rerolls or... No, no, no. Kanan, well, for the, the last... The, like attack, set your yeah. dice. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, you know, I used all my... Um, I used all my cards for uh-huh. uh, defensive cards for that. And so um, I kind of thought that was going to be game over. But by the first activation of the next round, I had finished off Kanan, Zeb, Chopper, and Hera. <laughs> it was pretty crazy. So every, everyone who can't dodge. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and so I, I mentioned that Kanan had taken some damage uh, on the advance, and Han was able to finish him off. Um with an attack and end round, got some damage on Zeb. And then Sabine um, was able to get some, or actually, I think he maybe blocked off Zeb for the end round, but I maybe attacked Chopper or Hera. Um, but then Sabine came in with uh, a grenade that hit um, three figures and got an attack off in the first attack, uh, first uh, of the next round. Thankfully, he didn't have to take initiative, and I dropped a grenade in an attack, and that pretty much sealed it. Huh. So, wow. yeah. Um, yeah, after that, I, I just ran away and uh, took those points to the victory. It was a close game. Um, but so did, you go, did you go to time, or did you go to points? Uh, went to time. Yeah, okay. I, was, I was getting close to points, but uh, I wasn't. He had Sabine and uh, Ezra left, and I had running away to do. <laughs> right, right. It's a good, good final figure to use, yeah. That's right. Um, so did you get any AI points? Uh, like, strategically, are you, like, you're, you're hiding in your zone, and you don't have smugglers to send out, right? No, I have heroic effortless, so yeah. uh, no smugglers. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, no, I think I maybe got... Just two, like I think I just moved through it once, possibly, uh, mm-hmm. while I was running away. Um, <laughs> That's a good good way to do it. Score points, run away oh, at the same time. Uh, no, actually, maybe two. I think I maybe sent three PO to run away up top. Um, yeah, but sure. Yeah, um, there were not a lot of objective points. We just sort of <laughs> ran at th- each other's throat, and sure. um, uh-huh. I managed to to get out of there alive. Yeah, that's so great. then. Yeah, round two, yeah. same map. Yeah, round two, same map, and now I'm playing John Scott. And um, this is the uh, still on Tarkin, but the weapons one. 
And uh, he made an error in his approach, I think, um, that allowed me to take out um, Kanan too easily on his approach um, okay. and still be able to hide back more in my deployment zone. Uh, he moved him too far forward to where I could just peek around that top corner. Oh, uh, this time on the inside deployment. Uh-huh, sure. Uh, and I peek around the top corner. I've opened my door, um, and I'm able to shoot down into the middle and then hide back around. Um, and so because of that, um, I was able to um, sort of weather the attacks that came my way. He sent Ezra and Zeb um, into my throat, um, and uh, I think I was able to take out Sabine, not quite on their approach, but did some damage. Um, and so he, he came at me pretty aggressively. Uh, I got some lucky rolls, um, but taking out those two figures early on um, sort of sealed it for me, and, and so I won that one as well. Wow, so you're, you went 2-0 and against Spectre on a close-range map to start the day. I did, and I, <laughs> I felt uh, surprised, shocked, and um, I, I was just going <laughs> to walk away and yeah, hopefully I didn't call, have to see. Day, man. Yeah. I was like, well, I'm out. Uh, <laughs> hopefully I don't have to see Spectre again. That's Unfortunately, awesome. I did, but, um, yeah, yeah. but that was pretty good. Okay, and then uh, third round, uh, I can't remember That's who I That's our game. Third round's our mm. game. Yeah, no, it That's was right. us. It, Ryan, it was me. I was there. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So, do you want to do you want to take point on this one? Sure. Yeah. So, I've got pretty good notes. So, uh, we were on Ooster stashes, and um, so I was running Han Rangers nine activations. Uh, I'm pretty sure every deployment and command card in my list was like from Java's realm and earlier. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I think that might. Be, I, I can check it later but yeah so i roll, i got the initiative roll and i took the bottom side which may or may not be the right side to take because the rangers do love those long hallways um mm-hmm. but i remember i was playing uh wanting to give r2 the like natural like amble over to the terminal without needing a push and then uh, i wanted Hera and gideon to help shove a smuggler far out because with nine acts I was going to overactivate you and send a smuggler to the center stashes uh, last activation. I remember like uh, and, and my tournament I, I said later, but my tournament goal was to beat Jamal people because we've only played on Vassal and I've never beat him. I, I've I've beaten like DT on Vassal. Uh, I've beaten like Kenny and Scott Nelson on Vassal. I've never beat Jamal, and here he was like. In my town, like at, you know, at my regional, <laughs> sitting across, and I had like twirled my mustache up, worn my like "I'm your Huckleberry" shirt. I was ready for this. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I, I mean, spoiler: I did not win this game. Um, so yeah, anyway, uh, so I I kind of shifted all my rangers into the southeast block. Um, you know, kind of on, on the side that's got the more cover, and you kind of put. Uh, Han and Dracata in the northwest, and then Sabine, I think, kind of came around by your terminal a little bit. Yeah, so I um, think that I had um, planning in the early uh-huh. going, and so I had left um, Harrow where she would have been exposed if um, if because she only got one movement. And so I actually had a field tactician that allows you to Mm -hmm. have another person, um, small figure, take a move. And so I had Sabine move forward 
um, give Hera the extra movement to move her over all the way out of out of line of sight from the crossfire. Uh-huh, and then right. she moved over to the left, closer to the terminal. Yeah, and it also put Hera to the northwest, like... You're behind good cover, but you're within three of, like, squares Han might want for an end of round. Right. Yeah. And so you're, I remember your last act play, like, I, so I had to move Han early, and I had focused two rangers so that Han, with, like, support from Hera, could take an end of round shot on your R2. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I, like, didn't want to focus Han. I, I wanted the focuses for the rangers for later. Um, yeah. And, uh... I remember you moved Han all the way around. So I think he got like a getting and a hair push. So Han had some real like options. Um, and, and you moved him all the way around the corner to a square that I, I missed that it could draw line of sight to the square R2 usually winds up on in, in the southwest by the terminal. Um, yeah, and so and and I also uh-huh. was drawing, making sure I could draw line of sights to where you'd put your rangers. Right, and, and so and, yeah. and you made what I thought was like a big show of counting that. Like, I mean, y- you checked it, and you were very like just professional about it. Like, hey, just before I like make this placement, you agree with me that there's a line of sight here, right? And you kind of pointed it yeah. out to me, like if if this door opens. Um, and, and then like, so I kept that door closed. You opened my R2 door and shot R2 and I, I thought you had bluffed me, but like really either shot was a good shot for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that was, uh, and it, and what it did was it made me use my ninth act and body block the Rangers position with the smuggler, uh, instead of sending him around to get those points. Yeah. And I thought it was a win-win for me either way. You either lost out on the middle two. Um, objectives or you would have to body block and so if you get the two middle ones i'm probably going to one shot that ranger yeah focused on Um, plus Hera. yeah yeah and um if not um i feel like you're sort of sealed off because i won't open that middle door um and then i can hopefully take out r2 uh which luckily i did yeah right so I did body block. Uh, you you did not have initiative, so you opened my terminal door, and and like after this like two minute conversation, like we borrowed a, a, like a laser. We you know like the, the TO was standing there. He's like, yeah, yeah, that looks right to me. Like, uh, and then you just opened a different door, and I was like, oh. Um, <laughs> and uh, I I maybe should have thought about this longer because I didn't really care if you took a shot on R two, and I had the body blocker in place, so. I, I maybe should have opened my other door, uh, and then I like I've got full access to the middle. Your Hans like exposed. Um, uh, I think I might have had called a vanguard at that point, and maybe could have. I can't remember if I had a position to like get a, an unreturnable shot or not. But you know, if I can make you burn lamb early or something, that's that's worth a lot. But um, yeah. Anyway, I didn't. I opened your R two door because I was like sort of shot committed on like shooting r2 uh so i shot your r2 who dodged or or lucky or something uh and then you shot my r2 and killed him um so i think i got four to your two on objectives but that put you up like five to four um and basically i didn't have other good shots at that point so i feel like you played really good shots denial like sabine was able to come around take a shot uh throw a grenade um, I got Han to go shoot Sabine mid round to, and I had on the lamb and I was sort of daring you to like find a way to shoot Han so I could lamb up to your terminal, uh, because Sabine had activated. 
uh, and you just ignored Han, like left Dracata where she was safe, and then your Han swung. I think you played Heart of Freedom, which you had to do start of activation, and then you played Urgency, uh, which I didn't have negation for. And so Han came all the way around, and um, I can't remember if you killed Gideon and then end of round shot a Ranger with Tools, or if you shot the Ranger with Focus and then got Gideon end of round. But you killed those two figures for seven points. Um, And I was out of Smuggler activation. I think maybe I played Take Initiative, so I couldn't move another Smuggler or something. Um, I think that maybe Sabine killed a smuggler. Yeah, I I didn't have a body blocker for like your Han end of round though, so you you got oh, to yeah. you got to shoot and kill another black eye figure. Yeah. Um, and so my Han puts damage on Sabine. I think you, you played stealth tactics on her, and she like underrolled the total die result. Um, yeah. So she had like six or eight damage on her, and then. Um, you got a round three second chance on Sabine. Um, and I really just had Han. And uh, so I, I used my, I, I used Call the Vanguard. I took a big shot on your Han, uh, put about eight damage into him. And then you answered back. Maybe that's when you played Tools and you one shot that Ranger for another four points. Um, yeah. And I think my role, like, I would have needed Assassinate and, like, positioning advantage or something to get the kill. So you were. Like you were fine. Like I, I thought that meant you didn't have lamb, but it meant you got your you know return fire shot. And then I activated my rangers, uh, went for the Han kill, and you lambed it way around my like western deployment hallway. And my Han was way up by your terminal, so there, there was no one left to go shoot your Han. Um, yeah. And we were in the last round. I think you played good points denial to the timer. Um, I, I had two smugglers who were able to go shoot at your Han and one of them got like one and stun off. So Han couldn't at least like come shoot whoever he wanted into round. Um, and I think maybe I got to focus on, I guess I got to focus on the my Han with three PO and like an idiot. I tried for Drakata who had two extra armor tokens and like the math just wasn't there. Um, I should have tried for your Hera and Celebration, but like even then, you were I think you were up way too many points. So, yeah, yeah. So my tournament goal of beating Jamal did not <laughs> did not. <go laughs> yeah, up. I hadn't realized that. I hadn't realized that was the goal. <laughs> yeah, I think I told you after the game, but okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you're round four. Uh, we round four was Moss Eisley B. Yeah, and so then uh, that left two people at 3-0. and The other one was Pat, uh, who's wannabe Pudge on the Slack. And right. we were playing the Crates mission, Mose Eisley, and he's playing um, an Iggy uh, 7X with Iggy, Sabine, Hondo, uh, Greedo, and Ijawa, the Rebel Care Package, with extra armor and black market. Um, and so the extra, the extra armor he's using um, to drop two onto... Um, to Iggy to mm-hmm. make just to increase that, or maybe it's one and one on Sabine. I can't remember. Probably two on Iggy. Um, I think it was two Iggy. Just, maybe one on Hondo and one on Sabine. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, Hondo. you get a total yeah. four. Yeah, two on Iggy, one on Hondo, one on Sabine. I think that's right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and he so he never drew Blaze. I don't think uh, at least not until after Iggy was dead. Um. And so this one, this game went my way pretty early on. Um, I was able to take out a figure 
um, I can't remember which one pretty early. And I just had boxed up down in the deployment zone and was able to, uh, uh, this, this is a list I can play pretty well against with my list on this map. And so I just box up in my deployment zone, um, box up and peek around, take shots, you take advantage of arcing shot with Dracata and um, kind of retreat back into relative safety. And so that one I was able to get the wind. Nice. So I was 4-0 at the end of, of Swiss. Should have gone home. Good, good time yeah. to call. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, nice. Um, I'll, I'll, so, yeah, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was just going to say, and so did you want to go ahead and go through your... Yeah, um, I'll just do quick passes at a couple games. So I... Funny tournament story, like like I say, I was kind of excited to be hosting, and I like uh, like my my wife sort of encouraged me to like actually grow my mustache out enough that it it like barely baby twirled up at the edges. Uh, so I'd spend like ten minutes, you know, trying to put pomade in my mustache that morning, which is something I've never done before, but I did it for you guys. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm wearing my I'm your Huckleberry shirt from Doc Holliday and Tombstone. I've got a little like open vest over it, like ready to like you know have some fun and joke around with guys I know from the Slack. And uh, instead, like, uh, you know, postings go up. And my first tournament is a guy named Alex Freeman, who's a kid in high school who drove up with his dad from Kansas City. And I'm, I'm sort of feeling, like, super embarrassed. Like, here I am, be costumed to play Imperial Assault. And, you know, like, I'm, I'm kind of, like, coming off uh, some success in the Vazel thing online and, like, ready to, like, be fired up and kind of... Um, you know, try to try to do a little psychology with people and have some fun. And um, this poor kid, right? Like he's staring. He's staring at this weird thirty-year-old guy with a mustache, like you know, <laughs> run, running Han Rangers at him. Um, so I've, I felt like goofy and embarrassed and funny about it. But uh, and I actually had a little like existential moment of like, do I do I like soft play this at all? Like, do I want the kid to like feel like he's doing well? Like. Um, or, or, you know, maybe he's the next Isaac Borno and he's just going to cream me. So who knows? But, uh, <laughs> he was not the next Isaac Borno. Uh, he, he played a Vader Palptron Tarot six act list. Um, we were on Tarkin A, Rogue AI, and, um, I think he basically, uh, I, I think he just rushed a little bit. Uh, I, I think he wasn't thinking ahead to like, I, I, I play passively until the next round and the next round, um, so, like, Taro took the bait on a smuggler that I had sent to the middle AI point and came out and, you know, killed the smuggler, but then I shot through the middle hallway and, like, I think by the start of round two with Call the Vanguard, I cleared Taro. Uh, and he wanted Vader to get into the mix, and so he sent Vader, like, across through that northern area through a pretty, like, conservative path, but I was, you know, I opened the top door and sent Han around and had Hera supporting him and got, you know, two shots into Vader, so... I think by end of the round, like, Tarot was almost dead, and Vader had, like, 10 damage on him. Um, yeah, and that was kind of that game. Like, I I think I actually won in round two off stash points after killing Tarot, Vader, and Thrawn uh, with, with basically Call the Vanguard and Rangers and Han. So um, he, he kind of said after the game, like, I wasn't really sure what to do. And, you know, I give him a lot of credit for, like, it was a new list for him. He, he took, you know, he drove with his dad, went to a regional tournament, and uh, I'm excited, right? That's the future of IA right there. Uh, young kids that 
Fantasy Flight will notice and realize that they have to develop new expansions for us. <laughs> That's right, yeah. for the future. <laughs> Uh, so round two was against a guy named Michael Wanek, I think is how he says his name. Uh, mm-hmm. Michael's from Lawrence, Kansas. I've seen him around at kind of the local scene games in, uh, Kansas and Omaha. Um, yeah, so Tarkin B, he was running Spectrevation, Spectre Motivation. Um, yeah, and he, so, um, I got this game pretty handily. It was Tarkin B., I had initiative, I took the outside, I forgot that there's a figure called Chopper and put R2 on my terminal immediately and got shocked. Um, I was annoyed with myself and so I strained a card because I wasn't going to let him just like free kill R2. Uh, and I lost tools for the job to my strain card right away, first, you know, first activation of his side of the game. Um, but he had kind of like placed weapons down in the hangar side and I'd placed weapons kind of near the top um so sure enough like ezra had brashed down and all his figures were lined up to leave his top door closed and so round one i was able to get uh like a weapon for a smuggler a weapon for a ranger focuses on a ranger and han han was able to run out um and like end of round take a good shot on i think zeb uh i i did get offset for stun with a smuggler in round one um and, and hit Ezra with it. Felt really good about myself because now he's not going to brash. Uh, he immediately walked forward with Zeb and played Motivation and Ezra unstunned. And I, <laughs> I just feel like, oh, yeah, that's how this list works. Um, so, you know, get, getting the rust off before Worlds. Um, yeah, and then second round, Ezra did brash forward, but I had uh, take initiative and I think maybe call the Vanguard. Um, so I dropped Ezra before he got to activate with like a focused red weapon ranger. Maybe had to play a card, maybe didn't at that point. Uh, and then I, I think the other rangers put more damage on Zeb. Um, yeah, and then like he, he kind of chopper activated Zeb, Spectrocell attacked, uh, Han lambed away. It was kind of just a scrum at that point. But with Ezra down and damage on his black die figures already, um, like I was able to sort of pull it out. Um, the other really significant thing that happened was uh, he tried to, like he used a specter cell attack in round two or three on Hera and tried to like move one, shoot, move back. And I, I sort of said, you know, okay, so sorry, but that's not actually how that works. You know, you have to use both movement points or lose them. And he sort of said, well, it says gain two movement points. And I, you know, I said back, like it's, it's out of activation. And, you know, like, Enough people from the Slack were kind of tuning in that, like, you know, Dane is starting to nod and Pat is looking over and, you know, Matt Lansdowne's in the back saying, what are they, you know, and, like, I kind of just shut up and thought, like, I I don't need to, like, ruin this guy's day. Like, everyone else is about to ruin it for me. Um, And, you know, and sure enough, like, and the TO who's, like, he's a really good guy. He gave up his Saturday to do this. He's not as current on the rules as most of the Slack guys. Um, but he was kind of just listening to this whole exchange. And sure enough, like the Slack guys convinced this guy, like, no, that's not how it's played. And I think somebody like pulled the ruling up on, on a phone or something and showed it to him, which like formally in a tournament, the TO is supposed to make the call, but like, you know, the community did it. It was the right call and um, felt bad for him. You know, he was a new Spectre player. You know, he, he might not have chosen to expose Hera that way. He, he definitely lost a figure for doing it. Um, but by that point, the, you know, I, I was up decently on the damage race, um, and that's how he's going to learn that. So, yep. yeah. So, uh, so then I'm two and zero. I played some chump in 
<laughs> yeah, so we covered that. Uh, it was, it, it, yeah, it, it deserves another another round of tears and uh, sorrow. Um, and round four was against Chris Freeman, so Alex Freeman's dad. So Chris was one and two, and and I mean, just a plug for making it to tournaments if you can. The the trouble with a ten person tournament is. Um, we wound up in a situation where the two and ones had played each other already. And so I guess the, or, the OP rules prioritize different uh, opponents over equal records. Um, I, and I think the TO was kind of trying to like give us a choice on that. And I sort of felt like, you know, it's to my advantage to play down. So I just kind of shut up and let people figure it out. And Chris and a couple other people said like, no, this is fine. Um, and, and the other problem was if, like, like to to get pairings at the bottom who hadn't played each other too, they had to like ladder the pairings. Um, so that was weird. Uh, it was kind of an odd moment, but uh, people took it with good grace. Um, this was a really bad matchup for Chris. Chris was running like a six act list with Ig Jabba Greedo Onar Sabine. Maybe it was five acts. I, I can't remember exactly those points, but. You know, with, with Job and IG together, he was he was tied up for points. He had temporary alliance in Sabine, yeah. which ties up some points. And we're playing Moss Isley B, where you carry the stashes home. And I've got nine activations, and three of them are smugglers. Um, it, you know, and then just Han and Rangers are going to control anything that comes down those long hallways. So I, I think this game was like 40 to 4, 40 to 8 at the end of it. Um, I definitely scored 12 off of crates i got an end around Han, like han end around just walked down to his deployment area and shot java after the door opened and uh, i think i had lamb in my hand he he burned a uh, blaze of glory to come try to kill rangers at long range and it didn't work out i mean uh yeah it was it was sort of a rough pretty pretty brutal list matchup and map matchup from day one and um yeah i just i kind of handled that one so yeah so we went into a cut mm-hmm. Uh, you were in the cut, I think. I yeah, that. yeah. Um, so there were uh, there were four of us, and it was um, so three of us drove up from Kansas City together. Pat, John, and I. Yeah. Um, we were all three in the top four cut, and then and then Ben. So that was kind of nice for everybody that, um, like, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, no one had to like no, wait we on their driving. Ride the other moral yeah. of the story is like go to a tournament in Pat's car, right? Or, John, or John's <laughs> car, whoever's driving. <laughs> yeah, John's car seems to confer all the luck because, yeah. uh, well, so he, I, um, he actually came into the top four as two and two. That's right. Um, yeah, there was one, two, and two, and it was John. Uh-huh. Yeah, and so he, <laughs> there was one map left that hadn't been, or. Um, we had played five, and there were, so there were two maps left, and it was either Uskru or Mos Eisley. <laughs> I was just praying, praying for Uskru, 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 and I was like, Uskru, please, Uskru. please. Yeah. And it's not even um, the good Mos Eisley, right, where Spectre maybe is going to pick up boxes and stay away from you and split their list or something. Like, yeah. yeah, it's the one where they just stand on stuff and get points for being Spectres. Yeah. And that is precisely what we drew, and I was pretty sure I was going to get stumped, and... Um, I got stumped. Yeah. <laughs> um, so just like the last year tournament when John, uh, with his cool Iggy and East Entry list, drew 
now Huda back to back in the top four, <laughs> yeah, and then championship match. He got his Mose Eisley this one, so he did, um, did he knock you out in the cut last year, also? Yeah, in the top four match, as a matter of fact, and uh, that's what Wait, happened this year. If, you, if that feels I raw, I'm happy to rub some more hate salt this in this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it's only because he's a bad person more <laughs> right um, yeah yeah so uh, this game i um yeah i i, I went uh, to bunch up by the terminal to take a shot um up through um the middle if i needed to um up from the bottom, I was in the outside deployment on this, and I probably should have just pushed myself as far away as possible, kind of like what you did, Ben, in the in the final. Yeah, um, spoilers. Yeah, sorry. Um, but, it, yeah, I didn't get any of the cards that were good in my deck in the first round, and that, uh, so I didn't have any of my yeah. defensive cards. And um, we just want to take a minute and point out to the podcast. Ryan just explained that the defensive cards are the good cards in his deck. So, (laughs) yeah, yeah. So i um, I got I got pretty uh, pretty good shellacking on this one. Um, I'm pretty sure the final score is maybe thirty nine to forty, or I don't know. Yeah. Slightly fewer than Are that. Are you saying John um, had 39 to 40 points at the end of the game? <laughs> How many did you have, though? Are we measuring in tiers or figure points? Uh, I think, I think yeah, in tiers, there, yeah. You got that way over Well, board. I had an ocean, an ocean <laughs> of points. Yeah, so John uh, beat me pretty soundly, um, and I don't want to talk about it. So, <laughs> okay. uh, any um, <laughs> any any lessons others can learn about how to, how to beat Spectre when they're shellacking you on Moss Eisley? Yeah, uh, wait until Lothal switches in, and that's good. But yeah, I, I do think that it's better to um, push as far back as possible, particularly with a range list. Yeah, um, and so I, yeah, I should have I should have done that. I'm just used to tracing the sight lines that I normally do from coming swinging around the bottom and then retreating. Um, but um, yeah, yeah, I just died before I could retreat. So. <laughs> Yeah, the, you had those in the wrong order. Uh, you you <laughs> yeah, retreat right. first, and then dying right. becomes that's optional. Right. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Well, so that yeah, so that was that was a story of how you helped John get to the final. Um, that's right. Yeah. That's right. It was collusion all the way. <laughs> there you go, <laughs> Ryan. You heard it here first. <laughs> Fantasy Play Games on Ryan's <laughs> Finest, the podcast everyone wants to listen to now. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, so my top four game, uh, I, I took lessons from uh, the, the previous iteration of this podcast, from, from Kenny Brown's Science Finance podcast, um, and I decided it was better to be lucky than good. Um, so I had Patrick Helfman as my opponent, uh, his IG, Sabine Hondo Grito, support list that you talked about earlier. Uh, so it's Moss Eisley A. Um, I've got initiative. I take indoors, um, which is... Like I, I'm gonna be honest. I take indoors with Han Rangers on Moss Eisley because I, Isaac takes indoors with Mo, Han Rangers on Moss Eisley. I just assume he knows what he's doing with with this <laughs> list. Um, That's a fair assumption. I'm like, what, whatever yeah. Isaac's worked out, like I'm, I'm sure it's right. And uh, yeah, so sure enough, like here I am indoors, and um, like Patrick's, he's got like uh, closer range guys, right? Like Greedo wants to be nearby. Uh, he wants to search for damage, not accuracy, and he wants to be able to like guarantee a parting shot target. 
Uh, Sabine wants to stay safe until she can commit. Hondo, um, you know, guaranteed range three. So he, I guess he's kind of at mid-range. Um, but, yeah, I stayed at the back of my wall, um, like you were just saying. And uh, I drew Lamb immediately, and I am out-activating him. I think he had, like, seven acts in his list. So... Uh, last act, I decide, since I've got on the lamb, I'm going to play a gambit here and stick Han on the center stashes. And so Sabine was, like, tucked up past his blocking terrain uh, on his side, on the exterior side. So Han's going to get an end-of-round shot on Sabine, um, you know, focused end-of-round shot. Uh, And I think I had lamb, and I either had tools or I drew tools. I think I drew tools. But my, my goal was actually, if he commits to blazing with IG, like if, it, 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 you know, if he plays that, like worst case scenario, I've got an end of round shot, which is great. You know, and, and I've got the four points. Um, but if he, if he has blaze and decides he's going to try to take advantage, like guessing that I am playing aggressively because I'm, I'm betting he doesn't have it yet and maybe I don't have lamb yet, um, then, I, then I know I can sort of burn the value of blaze of glory. And that's exactly what happened. So... Uh, he, he, pl- so we, everything's tapped and I kind of say like, well, I think we're all the way done, you know, like that, that's activations, right? He's kind of thinking. So I, I kind of like shut up for a second and let him figure out and he goes, yeah, I've got to try it. And so sure enough, blaze of glory brings IG down, takes a shot at Han, uh, within three range strain range. So I take the strain as a damage, uh, don't roll a dodge and I lamb back like to where I'm within three of Hera um, and I'm out of range of IG's shot. And IG had had to take a move action to get into range. So, like, IG's not getting a second shot, right? So now I, I'm in, like, the distance I need to be in. I play Return Fire, play Tools on it. Uh, I think I put, like, six into IG, save Hera, take another end of round shot, put two or three more into IG, and then, like, Blaze goes off. And so IG is sitting at 11 damage. So that was rough for Patrick, right? Like, that, that's a little bit of bad luck. It's a little bit of me having the right cards. Uh, maybe a misplay on Blaze's timing, but, like, talked to him after the game, and he basically said, like, you know, like, I- IG wasn't going to get to your Rangers, who were all at the very back wall of the other side of the map. Um, it, and he just felt like he had to try the play and see if he couldn't, you know, either put a ton of damage in or, or stop Han right then. Um, so, uh, like... Already, that's a bad damage ex- exchange. So round two, I've got Call the Vanguard, and my only damage card is Positioning Advantage. Um, but I, I play a Ranger, Call the Vanguard. I, I don't have a square where I can be in range of Hera, so it's just like this Ranger with rerolls and Positioning, and that's all I've got. But uh, the Ranger runs up, like rolls two single symbol dice, uh, rerolls both dice. I'm hoping he doesn't have Tough Luck. Does not have tough luck. The ranger rolls like enough to put the like three of the last four into IG, and I drop positioning over the top of it. He doesn't have negation, and IG dies. Uh, start around two before he can activate. Oof. So he yeah. he at that point would have known I don't have lamb, right? I don't know what kind of hunter cards he's got, but like man, that's a rough way to. Yeah, and like if if the ranger like I don't the, the odds were not great on that kill. Um, and if he'd had tough luck or if he'd had negation, right, like either of those cards would have ruined my day, but, um, yeah, so that, that wound up kind of being a, and then like, 
you know, I, I'm sitting pretty pretty at that point. I think uh, Hondo kind of came over the top, tried to shot on R2, uh, who I think like real dodged it, which you know at least isn't the insulting like blank side dodge. Um, and then yeah, I, I think I got a set for stun off uh, with a ranger during their activation. Like the ranger played forward to set for stunned Hondo, who was sitting on his terminal, and then stepped back. So. I guess Honda was in two places. My notes are wrong. Uh, maybe Greedo or Onar took the shot on R2. But yeah, Honda wound up stunned on his terminal, so he didn't get a shot that round. And then, like, you know, we, we, it was just attrition after that. So, um, yeah, so that was a game with Patrick. He was a good sport about it. Like, he just, you know, it, he, he took a risk and it didn't pay off. And I kind of had exactly what I needed and a little bit of good luck besides that. So. So on to the final. Yeah, the and final. Um, so they, um, the way they do the final for maps is they, uh, even though we'd only played five and there was one remaining map, the final is still a random mission. So they take all six and draw it. <laughs> yeah. And again, it is Mose Eisley and it's the the. We statues. literally drew the same mission, yeah. I, I can't so, remember if I drew this or John did. I feel like maybe, I feel like John did. I feel like let's just say John did, and, and so we can assume somehow. that he yeah, cheated. Right. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. I, in he fact, I like saw that, that happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. He was, he was paying money to the TO, and yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so John uh, got initiative and took the inside side, and I said, Isaac doesn't take the outside. How am I supposed to play this? <laughs> um, but I remembered, like, Isaac also doesn't charge into the middle with his rangers, so maybe if I charge to the corner of the map with my rangers, I'll, uh, I'll do okay. Um, yeah, so I decided, like, well, I've got a traditional move against Spectre, which is to put R2 on the stash and get shocked by Chopper. Um, so I, I did that. Uh, I'm pretty sure I strained a card again. I'm pretty sure it was, like, planning or something that it was fine to lose because basically it just thinned out my deck anyway. Um, I mispositioned pretty wonderfully. Uh, Hera, Hera like ran up the back hallway where I was like, well, she's safe. Like he's not going to get to this hallway round one, but, um, <laughs> chopper like rammed Sabine forward. Zeb opened a door and motivation Sabine forward. And I'm like, whatever Sabine's, you know, 20 squares away at the top of the map. Uh, Sabine flew over. Guys, Sabine has a jetpack. <laughs> I don't know if you're aware of this. <laughs> Sabine flew over the middle of the blocking terrain, and I had like three rangers and R2 and two smugglers. I'm pretty sure Han and Hera and everyone else within two. No, I, I had six figures bunched up in my hallway, uh, and he dropped a grenade on six figures, and I would love to tell you that he rolled the single surge side. Uh, he definitely rolled a two damage side on that result. Um, so yeah, 12 unanswered damage. And then Sabine, of course, uh, her jetpack works in reverse too, apparently, and floats <laughs> back over the blocking terrain where nothing can get at her. Um, and then he, and then he pulls off rebel graffiti like a punk. And I said, <laughs> I said, I've made two mistakes this game already. I'm not making a third right this second. And I negated rebel graffiti. So that was something at least. Um, and I thought, ha-ha, if I put Han Solo forward, I can shoot Sabine up that hallway at the end of the round when the door opens. Uh, but then instead, he Spectre Cell taps Sabine later in the round, and she goes like up over the top hallway and puts like five or six damage on Hera. 
So Sabine in round one, without firing a shot during her activation, like she fired a Spectre Cell shot, but she put like 17 damage on my list, which is a list with like, what, 54, 60 health. So there's like a quarter of my list's health uh, gone, unanswered. Um, turns most of my figures into one-shots for most of his figures, which I'm sort of fine with because my figures started the game as one-shot kills for most of his figures. <laughs> and that's basically the only saving grace of all the damage that he did is like, yeah, well, you know, Ezra or, or Kanan or Zeb were probably going to one-shot a ranger anyway, so who cares if they're one-shotting it from, like, you know, five health instead of seven. But, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I sort of was looking... Yeah, devastating. Yeah, I, I was sitting there thinking, like, this was an interesting way to lose this game. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um... So I shoved a, a smuggler on the center stashes at the end of the round. Maybe it was a misplay. I don't know. Kanan, um, like, killed it with four surge. So fine. Uh, you know, you, use your two-point card to clean up on Sabine's terrible grenade. Um, and then Ezra, like, got urgency, and he ran to attack another smuggler. So I guess John was starting off by, like, just clearing my extra activation so I couldn't, like, steal points on him in later rounds. Uh, that smuggler dodged the attack, which was great because smugglers did some stunning work later. Um, yeah. yeah. And uh, he still managed to score eight objective points in the middle of all those other shenanigans. Uh, so we start, you know, we, we get to like, uh, I guess I got a shot off with Han and I killed Hera. Um, maybe I did that in round. I think like in round I got a Han shot, killed Hera with Celebration. And then the end of round, I put a shot into Kanan. Um, so I, I think maybe I got two stash points or something. I, I've got the score at 1610, uh, his favor at the end of round uh, one. Yeah, and you, so you'd put 11 through on Kanan at that point. Um, yeah. With your, with your um, Rangers. The, that's right, because the Rangers got, they got to activate and hit Kanan. And then they did duck back toward my deployment zone. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay, round two. Ezra brashes toward the Rangers. Uh, the Rangers have, I think, natural initiative, and they, I think they put, like, one Ranger set for stun hit Ezra just to freeze him, and then the remaining two, uh, like, got through all of, like, two damage, right? Because uh, he's got good good defenses, and I'd used all my focuses up shooting um, Kanan. Uh, and, and the Rangers literally went, like, into the corner of my deployment zone. Like, they're, they're in the corner on the three corner spaces. Uh, I think people took a picture of that. Like, I, I took a picture. I think Ryan took a picture. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Sabine uh, killed Hera with a grenade and then shot R2. So, you know, six more points out of her activation. She didn't do a lot of work for John. She definitely was not the MVP. Um, yeah. <laughs> R2 scomped a card, and then I, I thought I'd moved R2 to a point that was going to, like, block line of sights away from um, motivation, but uh, Zeb actually just came down, free attacked R2, got the kill, and then motivated the stun off of Ezra. Uh, and then something interesting happened, and Spectre players take note. Uh, Zeb shot Han, uh, did, did two damage, not, you know, Zeb's best role in Han, I guess, got block evade probably. Um, Han returned fire into Zeb and did six damage. So, like, I got a lot of damage on his figures this game. Some of it was return fire damage out of Han. And I feel like there's multiple schools here. Like, on the one hand, Spectre Cell has enough attacks to, like, 
push damage through on Han and like make Han burn on the lamb. Um, you know, Inspector can take a few extra hits compared to most lists. On the other hand, like if Han starts getting three shots per round instead of two, like that's lots of work out of that figure. So, yeah. So I talked to John about the, and, and, and by the way, um, <laughs> if you want to spend the time, you guys should really check out the thread in the big events channel um, <laughs> yes. about this final. I like it's only one. 168 uh, posts in it, <laughs> yeah. but I, I gave a, a uh, live updates on while it was going on and it was this is just one of the craziest and swingiest games i've ever seen um and john made several um mistakes that came back to haunt him um in a lot of different ways uh and he told me later <laughs> he felt he felt really dumb <clears throat> and that this was one of the worst <laughs> games he's ever played and i would agree because john you made some really dumb mistakes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and this is one of them he was trying to um trying to burn on the lamb at this point but yeah um and it I was think, a bad like, idea was at full health like it's it's not the craziest idea um and the rangers were pretty out of position to capitalize but um yeah i don't know i don't know so yeah anyway han, han gets six of the you know 25 damage that he needs on zeb and um <laughs> yeah uh yeah, and then he spectres. So Ezra, who's now free uh, of his stun, uh, spectres held the sand, kills Gideon. So there, there's my entire support line gone, right? Uh, Hera, uh, 3PO, and R2, and Gideon are now like, you know, 12, 12 points just died this uh, turn in his first two activations. Um, yeah. So at this point, I think, like, it's time to reveal the hidden power of the most important figure in my list. And uh, <laughs> I, I have a smuggler shoot Ezra uh, with, with no, no help. I think I was holding positioning advantage for most of this game. Uh, so I felt a little bolder with my smuggler shots than I might otherwise have. Um, but yeah, so sure enough, I have a smuggler shoot Ezra, who's not standing next to anybody uh, and the the smuggler like perfect rolls it and does like three damage and two surges against a blank. So it's three pierce one and stun against Ezra's natural two blocks, and so I get through two and stun. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Ezra clears stun. Uh, I guess he was next to a ranger because he hits a ranger and does two damage, recover two. So he under rolls it. Um, and it, it basically, cause it wasn't a kill shot anyway, he chose to recover damage instead of adding damage to the ranger, which is probably the right call there. Um, you know, adding damage would have put it closer to a grenade by Sabine later, but, um, you know, he, 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 I think it was probably the right call. Uh, so then Han goes, hits Seb again. Uh, I put Han on my terminal because I have not learned my lesson about Chopper. <laughs> um, I t- yeah, so Chopper shocks him. I take the strain as a card. I lose fleet-footed. Again, sort of thins out my deck. That's kind of fine. Uh, Han's up to four damage. Uh, end of round, Han kills Zeb. Um, that's nine points, right? So Chopper and the regular Smuggler are contesting the center stashes, and I think I scored with another Smuggler. So we're, the score is now at 25 to 24 in my favor and i'm pretty sure we're out of time but apparently there's like 90 minutes left on the clock um <laughs> so yeah and i think at that point you wrote in the slack like we've got a game folks because you know like <laughs> zeb and kanan were down ezra had damage on him um i guess ezra had you recover but like uh hera hera the black dive figures are gone right it's uh chopper yeah. sabine and ezra against uh all three rangers are up and hans up so and uh, i think two smugglers 
So John negates take initiative round three. He brashes Ezra over to Han on the terminal. He's holding pummel. He's also, folks, <laughs> holding force push. Friends, what do you do if Ezra's by three rangers and you're holding force push and pummel? You got it. You move to Han. You move to Han. <laughs> uh, <laughs> especially if you if you spent the last round trying to burn on the lamb and, and didn't see the card. Like... So I, I know John got trouble about that on the Slack. I'm sure John got trouble on that on the drive home. Um, oh, the whole way home. <laughs> and it's so funny, like this, the Slack, when I... Um, so before this, uh, somebody talked about attacking Han. I was like, John doesn't attack Han. I saw, yeah, I saw that. From <laughs> yeah. me. Um, but then I'm like, John attacked Han again. What are yeah. you doing? And everybody's like, John, no. But at least he did it in a way where both of his figure's actions were committed and he didn't have other targets. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah. So Han lambs away, return fires, hits Ezra for five. I actually thought about this later. I'm not convinced that, like, if Han return fires off the first pummel shot and Ezra lambs that shot next to Han, I'm pretty sure Ezra gets his second swing. Yeah, I think so as well. That's um, interesting. So maybe I shouldn't have returned fire, but I hit him for five. He did not lamb into me. Uh, and, yeah. so And that happened on his Ezra activation, so... I went with my Rangers, and all I can say here to Isaac and other Ranger players is I was tired. Long, long day. He just misplayed, and I felt like I needed to throw him a bone. Um, so I was holding Assassinate and Heightened Reflexes and Positioning Advantage. So basically, like, any, any Ranger shot, I could have cleared his die and added Assassinate and, and done five damage. Um, but instead, I shot with the first two rangers and like did like one or two damage per shot, and I was like, "Oh man, maybe well, maybe I'll get him next." You know, like I I I didn't make the play on the first shot, uh, which means I wound up like committing all three rangers to that attack, and I left them like stuck in the corner of my deployment zone, and they were still a little bit bunched to the point that like Sabine was going to be able to come in and grenade them. Um, and Sabine was like eight or nine squares away, which is a long shot. But if I had moved one or more rangers towards her and shot at her, like I could have done some damage. I could have like forced some target selection where she'd have to like kill one ranger, but not come after all three of them around the end around start around swing. Um, I don't know. I think, I think I misplayed it, uh, by not just committing with the first ranger shot and then like even just run like hell with the other two so that they're spread out and, you know, or, or like, Run, run into a position to take shots at Chopper later uh, next round. So, uh, anyway, that, that's what I did with that. Um, Sabine did come down, grenaded Rangers for splash damage. Uh, Chopper, I think I had a smuggler put one and stun into Sabine. Um, because, yeah. friends, that's the best unit in a Han Rangers list is the regular smugglers. <laughs> um, so then Sabine was actually controlled for Spectra Cell, uh, and Chopper activates Bacant make Sabine take a shot on anyone. Um, yeah. And then Han probably like, I don't know. Han could have gone and taken shots at Sabine. I decided I wanted to kill chopper black die figure. Han would be far from Sabine. Um, and I was starting to get to the point where I wanted to play shots. And like, I didn't want Sabine to be able to kill my 10 point figure. I wanted her to have to kill a four point figure. And none of the Rangers were within grenading range uh, of being killed right now. Um, so yeah, I get, I get a Han and a round uh, kill on Chopper. Chopper, I think, killed a smuggler on the stashes. 
we're now at 35 to 28. Um, and I think that's my advantage. Uh, yeah, that's you. Yeah. So round four, I've got natural initiative call the Vanguard. I hit Sabine for four follow up with more ranger shots that take her up to nine. And then I've got one last shot. She's at nine health and Sabine rolls a dodge. So with positioning advantage in hand, I'm pretty sure that that last shot against any other die roll was a kill shot. Um, so the dodge was, was critical. Sabine MVP. Um, people are wearing t-shirts with her face on them in Omaha. Uh, Omaha, as we're saying now. Um, yeah, so John uh, tries to grenade two, two figures that are one health. Instead, he rolls a surge. So he has to shoot the ranger that's only got one health left and blast one onto a smuggler that's still like one of the initial like grenaded smugglers from the beginning of the game that has two damage on it. So, you know, shoots the ranger, blasts one, gets two kills and six points, goes up to 34. Uh, and here I make my sort of critical positioning mistake of the game. Um, I move Han into the center of the map to pick up two crates and go up to 39. But what I really needed to do was play shots in Nile, right? So I had, I had a ranger left with three health on it. I had another one with five health on it. Um, like health left, right? Not damage. So Sabine had no double kill in the next round. Like Sabine could not kill two rangers. Um, and he's like, I'm going to have two activations at least. Uh, cause I think I've got one, one smuggler left somewhere. Um, so I, I, I can contest any stash Sabine goes to. And so from 34 points, he does not have a path to victory in round five unless he kills Han. Um, but my, like, I got greedy. I wanted both points. So I move Han to the middle of the, the board, um, and sit on the two stashes. So we're at like, you know, 39, 34. And I'm still thinking like, he's going to try to kill two Rangers and he can't do it. it. But you know, John sees the same math. And so he's got initiative. He says like, well, Sabine's got to be a hero he, and Han's got four damage on him. Right. So, uh, Sabine comes up, uh, she's got 50, 50 odds on a two damage grenade. She rolls a two damage grenade. Uh, so now she's got a pretty good attack curve, right? Like, needs six damage. Um, yeah, so she rolls a shot. It's not a perfect shot. Uh, she can count to six on it, and Han rolls the blank. Yeah. And, like, I saw them, like, I saw it, and I, like, my, my brain did the math immediately, and I'm like, that was it. I can't reroll. And John's sort of still looking at it, counting, like, huh? And I think I just, like, flung myself back through my hands. I was like, you've got this. And, like, it was over. There was nothing to do. Like, there it was. Like, what an idiot I was to put Han in the middle of the map. Like, um, and John kind of, like, you, you could sort of see him, like, sort of go, like, holy crap, I won this game. Like, after all those, like, I pummeled on into On the Lamb and I won this game. Like, um, yeah, and, and I, like, you know, from, from the moment, like, Chopper died and I was at 39 points, like, I was sitting there, like, thinking of where in my house I'm going to put the trophy, like, <laughs> like what, you know, the article I'm going to write for the Omaha op-ed. Like, there's not a lot of news here, right? It's, it's the boonies. And, uh... Yeah, and and John totally did exactly what he should have done. Um, like I, I I don't know exactly what the odds were, but like if you start counting like at the point before the last ranger shoots and Sabine rolls the dodge, I I think like you know one in six odds on the dodge, and then one in like fifty fifty odds on a two damage grenade, and then the odds of like a six damage attack versus Hans die is like twenty five percent. Like that comes down to like two or 3% odds of all those things happening at that point. Like whatever, there's a whole game before that, but like Sabine took the long road to victory at the end of the game, uh, for John. And, um, 
And he is our champion in Omaha yet again. Yeah. Um, so congrats to John on uh, yet another tournament win. And um, overall, yeah, it was such a great tournament. And uh, just to plug real quick, like if you are not going to these tournaments, part of the reason there's so much fun for us to go out is because just as Ben mentioned earlier, like you get to meet friends that you've had on the Slack. Um, and, uh, you know, a, a lot of the guys that I played with are people that I met going to tournaments, you know, the first season I started going out and some of these guys have stayed in the house before for different regionals or going to worlds. And, um, so anyway, even if you're just yeah. starting out, I encourage you to go out. It's a great community. And, uh, and like, that's what I did last year. Like I was still pretty green when I went to worlds and like last minute I, figured out like Micah Crosley was coordinating a house of like 11 people in it. And I kind of sheepishly said like, Hey, if, if I bring an air mattress, can I find like two feet by four feet somewhere in your house and like live there for two days? And, um, so yeah, I mean, you, you were in that house, uh, Matt Lansdowne, uh, John was there, like lots of people. And, um, yeah, I feel like I got to yeah, meet a ton of, great. ton of the people in the community and uh, everyone was really war- like, there was sort of that awkward first 15 minutes where you're like, this is a stranger from another city. I hope he's not like an axe murderer, but, um, <laughs> you know, I feel like that that's a real long con, right? Learning to play Imperial Assault to get access to axe murdering people. Like, <laughs> you've, got a, you've got a quicker path to victory, friends. Like, um, oh, so that's what I'm your Huckleberry means. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was super fun. Again, I'm, I'm really grateful people drove up. The games uh, felt like great games. I think everyone had fun. Um, yeah, a m- m- lot of dice uh, handed out. They're, they're the new like tropical Skittles dice for regionals this year. Yeah. So don't put them in your mouth. Um, unless and so to close this out, did you want to talk a little bit about the state of the meta? Yeah, I, feel, I guess we, we, we've been going like an hour, so we can talk quick. Uh, I... Like, someone said, you know, Spectre's the new, like, you must be this high to ride this ride. And, uh, like, I buy that. Um, Like, it's interesting to me, Han Ranger... So, I took Han Rangers to this tournament because of the maps, right? Like, Moss Eisley, Crate Retrieval, and Tarkin, both missions, like, the three smugglers are really good on. Um, And nine activations, like, over-activating the eight-act point hunter and IG lists uh, feels really good. Um... I, I don't know that it's a great list going... Like, Lothal, pe- people keep saying Han Rangers on Lothal, you know, can shoot anywhere, which is true, but... Um, There's so much places, so many places to hide in that center area. and One I of the missions know. is called Blitz, right? 50% of the time, ev- everyone gets eight moves off the block. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I think there's, like... There, there's puzzling to be done on that still. Um, I'm not sure range is king. Uh, yeah. Like, Onar is going to struggle on that map because he, he needs to be right up next to you. Uh, and, and, you know, Onar IG is a pairing. Like, IG can take long range shots and, and pop back into cover, but um, his damage curve goes down. I, I, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I do think Spectre is fine on Lothal. I, I think they've got plenty of protected approaches, they've got plenty of health. Like, they can control the, the terminal side of the map pretty easily. Um, so we will see. Um, the, the whole, like, is Empire dead question is an interesting one. I've, I've played against Vader on Lothal, and um, 
people find plenty of ways to kind of move forward into the middle, protect Vader, dive in, get value. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, Vader is still Vader. And so like, I, I get that the long death march of a melee figure, um, is sometimes a losing strategy, but you know, I, I, I just think that uh, I, I really think that all the different archetypes are still viable. Mm-hmm. Um, Dying lunge and, has added so much to Vader, right? Like, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and uh, I, I think what I would say is that there's a sense in some corners of the community that Spectre Cell is like the only route to victory, and. You know, I mean, it depends on, on what DT is playing. No, right. um, I mean, John, but, John went two and two in the Swiss, right? Um, yeah. It, and of the of the three games you and I played against Spectre Cell, I guess of the four games, so you lost to John in the cut, but like through the Swiss, we, we like, I beat Spectre once, you beat Spectre twice. Um, yeah. And those were on close range maps, right? Moss Eisley and Tarkin, so... Yeah, and it's very it's it's very doable. Um, you know, I think Spectre Cell has has an edge, but I I just encourage people to find a list that you that's solid, but learn it inside and out. Yeah, and I think that if you learn it inside and out and get the practice in, and have a plan on what you're going to do, and then of course be <laughs> get the luck on your side. Right. Yeah. Um, well done. Then uh, then you can eke out those wins. Um, so uh, I would just uh, say, you know, try and don't give in to the doom and gloom yeah. that um, this is the only route that you can take. The, the other, like, the figure that people have not talked enough about is Thrawn. Um, yeah. and, and it's not that he just is, like, a, a super pest, although he is, but, like, in, in a Thrawn Vader build or even, like, Thrawn double E-sentries or something, like, the, the the issue is if you're running a hunter list, you need one to two. Like if Thrawn burns one of your damage cards, your path to victory like drops. And if Thrawn burns two of them, you, you're no longer killing Darth Vader. Like so, like between Force C and Thrawn's normal activation, and if you pair him with Spy Control, like a, a Thrawn spy list locks down hunters something fierce. Uh, and, and I just don't think people play tested it as, as much as. Uh, as can be. And so if, if empire really does drop out of the rock, paper, scissors, um, I think hunters are, are a totally viable archetype for worlds again. Um, if, if Thrawn stays in as an empire linchpin, there's, I, I, I think the, the balance stays. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That was a great time. Thanks for, uh, being, having the host city be so welcoming Thanks. and, um, do that. Next time in Arkansas, uh, if we proved anything, it's that you can host a regional with two local players. Because <laughs> half of our local guys bailed on us. So, well, that we can that we can manage. Yeah, not much more than that, but yeah. Okay. Well, um, thanks for listening, everybody, and um, take care. Yeah, turn it off now before Kenny hits you up with talk about the Patreon. <laughs>